It's Thursday, the 23rd of February, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, five stories, five minutes. Let's go. Story number one, annual wages, which are a critical part of the inflation equation, rose by 0.8% for the December quarter and 3.3% last year. Now, that's below forecasts, including some forecasts from the Reserve Bank. Yes, mind you, it was higher than any December quarter increase over the past decade, and the annual rate was the highest since 2012. But given that September and June quarter last year were already at very high levels, there's certainly wage pressure in the economy. Private sector wages are spearheading the increases. Now, the question is how much wage inflation is in the economy. The Reserve Bank reckons it'll hit about 4.2% by the end of the year. That would be the fastest pace since records began back in 1997. Wages, of course, are critical to inflation because people with more cash tend to spend it, which, of course, pushes up prices. What's that mean for the interest rate puzzle? Well, the wages reading is really good news because it suggests there's less risk of a wage price spiral. But there's also plenty of anecdotal evidence around the place, including through the Reserve Bank's own work, that wages are rising faster. Yesterday, the Financial Review held a workplace summit. A bunch of corporates spoke about a big jump in wages, somewhere between 4 and 8% rises. Mind you, they also said that there's a sense that people aren't shifting jobs as much as they have been in recent years. Put all that together, where do we end up? Bottom line, the Reserve Bank is likely to keep lifting interest rates in the next couple of months. All right, on to story number two, and Woolworths, Sean, has delivered a strong half-year performance with things kind of getting back to normal post-pandemic. But one trend does remain, people are eating more at home rather than going out. Yes, Woolies Chief Executive Brad Banducci said, whereas customers previously were trading down, buying cheaper stuff, cheaper products, there's now been a shift to people looking for affordable luxuries. Now, there's still a bit of trading down, particularly around meat and fresh food, but people are trading up slightly in a value-conscious way, which means buying affordable luxuries at supermarkets rather than actually going out. His comments came as the supermarket leader announced a 14% jump in net profit for the final six months of last year. Now, that was thanks to higher prices, but also a big rebound in big W stores. Investors pushed the company's share price up nearly 2% yesterday, and shareholders will be happy they're going to receive a bigger dividend, Michael. All right, and while we're on the topic of food, Sean, story number three, people just aren't eating pizzas like they used to. Cost of living pressures are biting, and that's hurt the country's largest pizza maker, Domino's. Yes, this is sort of linked to the Woolies story, because Woolies says that people are trading up to luxury items in supermarkets. The next level up, of course, would be takeaway food. Domino's share price fell 24% yesterday. That's the biggest one-day fall ever, after Chief Executive Don May warned that home delivery orders are slowing. Now, the group's profit for the December half was down around 30% and the company will pay a lower dividend. Basically, May said the company hadn't quite got it right. Sales growth, so same store sales growth in the first seven weeks of this year versus last year is actually down. It had a more for more marketing strategy, didn't quite work as well as expected. Company lifted prices, added surcharges to try and combat a jump in raw material costs in food and energy. But at the end of the day, people simply ordered fewer pizzas. Story number four, Sean, an MBA is no longer an automatic stamp for allowing people to rise in corporate life, according to the University of Sydney's Vice-Chancellor. 
Yes, so Mark Scott, whose resume includes a stint running education for the New South Wales government, he ran the ABC, he was a senior journalist as well, he said the decline in the MBA lustre is part of a broader shift towards fewer workers going back to university to study master's degrees. Now, 10 or 20 years ago, if you had a master's degree, you were almost assured of a great job. According to the Financial Review, Mr Scott said people are looking for learning that's more specific than what those degrees traditionally offer. He said people are increasingly opting for online courses and universities need to update their teaching to be more targeted as well as work more closely with companies. All right, last one. Story number five. I reckon you'll like this one, Sean. The largest ever trial of the four-day work week has found that most UK companies are not returning to the five-day standard. And in fact, some are ready to make the change permanent. Yes, the study involved 61 organisations and about 2,900 workers who voluntarily adopted shorter work weeks from June to December last year. Now, only three organisations decided to pause the experiment and two are even thinking about shorter hours. Imagine that three-and-a-half-day working week, I'd like that. The rest are convinced by revenue gains, drops in turnover and lower levels of work at burnout that four is the new five when it comes to work days. And Michael, about one in six employees in the survey said no amount of money would convince them to return to a five-day working week. Well, there you go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Thursday, the 23rd of February, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. If five minutes isn't enough for you, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to check out our other podcast, How Do They Afford That? All about making your money work a little bit harder for you. This week's episode is all about financial resilience, basically how to stay standing when the financial hits keep coming. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Hold up. 